What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Let's Do a Podcast. <laughs> I just really wanted to make it very dramatic. Uh, I am Ryan. And I am Anthony. And oh, uh, my Lanta. Day or week three of Cage Fest. What a doozy we got in store. It feel like three days. It feels like three weeks. Yeah, that's correct. (laughs) Not three days. Oh my god, I would I would die. Um yeah. Next year, every day. Every day. 30 days of oh, we would (laughs) we still wouldn't run out of movies. Yeah. We wouldn't, surprisingly. Uh of course, before we do anything else, let's talk about beer. So what what you drinking today, Anthony? I, so yesterday, I mentioned this in the last one, yesterday I ran a marathon, and so I was very dehydrated, and uh, you know, usually you're like, don't drink alcohol, which I got a weird thing about, I got a weird story, that that thing I didn't know about when people run these races that I think is pretty crazy, but focusing on the beer, um, so to keep myself hydrated, I am drinking Turning Point Oh, yes. Sports drink, if I can turn it towards the camera here. Uh, sports drink. It's a, and this is the only note I have on it on Untapped. It is a, I should just have this memorized because it's one sentence. Blue raspberry electrolyte infused beer. That's what and it is. Supposedly is the flavor uh, of the, uh, should be the same flavor of the Gatorade I drink the entire time during the race. So we'll see if this makes me not, not want to drink it. So I may be tired of that flavor. Have you had any of their quenchers before? Uh, no, I've never tried quencher. Mm. I've always been afraid of this beer. Oh, but really? I do want to. I do want to share. But so, how'd the race go? <laughs> uh, first, uh, first thirteen miles are good. Uh, then got to mile twenty-two. I was good, and then they always talk about the wall, and it is freaking real for sure. Mm. Uh, yeah, I hit that wall pretty hard at mile twenty-two, and then it was just like. My legs died on me, so I just dragged it in. I, w- I won't lie and tell you I didn't cry because I did ugly cry like two times. So I bet it was rough. <laughs> so I got uh, they do p- uh, pictures. You can buy pictures of the race uh, afterwards, and uh, there's a few pictures in there. They got me right at the finish line, and <laughs> it looked like I'm like dying. I'm, I'm making this face like. <clears throat> And I was like, because I was like wheezing when this was happening too. I was like, I was racing next to this one dude, and I he, uh, I was like, uh, I could probably smile twenty, and I I started doing it because that's the furthest I'd run before was twenty miles, um, and so I started doing the wheezing thing because I was just like so stoked that I'd gotten that far uh, without stopping, and so I was like, <gasps> as I'm running down the street, and the guy looks at me, he's like, "Are you okay?" It's like, "I'll be fine." <laughs> so, just leave so, yeah, me. It was a great experience though. Oh, that's cool, man. Do it again. So, huh? Yeah, I, I just said that's cool. I'm, yeah. I, I definitely proud of you. That that's such a yeah. It's a huge thing. So yeah, not too shabby. Did it about four and a half hours. Uh, so everybody tells me that's a good time, uh, good for a first timer. So yeah, so, take it. I'm definitely feeling it though. <laughs> I bet. But that is why I'm drinking sports drink so I can get my electrolytes back while drinking beer. So nice. It's, Let's get that beautiful bean footage here. There you go. So I am drinking from Great Notion. It is their Magnetic West. So obviously it's a West Coast 
seven percent. Uh, we went and visited this brewery. What's today? Uh, Saturday. Uh, listen, you work from home every day just turns into the same day. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we went and visited Great Notion in Portland on Saturday. Met up with some people, and it's a great brewery. Their sours are amazing. They have some that are like really sweet, and of course, some that are actually sour. Um, I had hazy to West Coast, and there wasn't anything there that I was like, "This is a bad beer." So uh, I know <laughs> I've heard of them before. Before, like I feel like they're a pretty well known brewery. Um, so I was excited whenever I found out like the closest one's like forty five minutes away. I was like, "That's an easy drive." Like for for people that come from Texas, that's a nothing drive. Like right, yeah, yeah, because everybody was like, "Oh, you had to drive so far." I'm like, "This? Are you kidding me? Like this is nothing." But um, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's, so. it's, that's one thing about being in Texas that really kind of like inoculates you to like uh, anywhere else in the country. Uh, you want to go to the brewery uh, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, you can drive a good 40, 50 miles to get there and it's no big deal. But yeah, yeah anywhere else in the country, people are like, that's like three counties away. Yeah. Uh, of course, I had to get a glass from them. Like, oh, nice. Love yeah. it. Of course, the color is very clear West Coast. So uh, have you had a sip of yours yet? Uh, I did have a little sip, uh, so it is toilet water blue. <laughs> it is very blue. Yeah, so we'll see how this goes. What do you think, though? What's your first impressions? Uh, not accurate to the actual uh, Gatorade flavor. We'll say that. So that's good for me, though, because I'm pretty tired of uh, the glacial frost uh gatorade right now so i'm I'm happy with it all right well there we go at least he's uh happy with it uh yeah yeah i really like this i didn't try this one before i bought it um so i bought this and i bought a stout that i'll probably drink on our next uh episode Mm -hmm. uh it's it's another pancake theme and i thought of the return of the stack from false idol because that's like my favorite from them so whenever it was, it was something stacks or big stacks or something i was like i have to get it like so we'll try that of course i won't drink it till yeah. then but uh yeah and yeah of course it's the episode at the end of the episode or whenever we're done if we remember we'll rate and talk about the beer <sighs> uh what's going on in the dfw for beer news dfw beer news so beep 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 Coming across the beer wire, we have, uh, we have, dun, 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 today's the 27th, so coming up this week, yeah, there we go, <laughs> so coming up this week, so tomorrow, February 28th, last day of the month, um, nothing worthwhile, it's Monday, what are you going to do? Uh, let me, let me get to the next weekend here, um, Backyard barbecue class. You know, we always love to talk about it. Manhattan Beer Project. Uh, should have read this ahead of time. Uh, so Martin House Brewing Company, uh, speaking of running, if you want to do a beer run, uh, Martin House is doing a beer run. Um, and uh, they're doing a Palo Pinto craft cocktails launch party uh, afterwards at noon. Uh, so you want to head out there and, at 10 a.m. and go do some running, which that's getting pretty late for a run. So I might start getting warm there. So uh, we'll see. Uh, on Rotation Dallas, uh, eight-year anniversary party is also on the 4th. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. 
Um, and something I like to do, uh, I always end up going to these on act by accident, but Hop and Sting, they're doing their charity pints uh, where, for the CTMS PTA. So if you want to go support a middle school, um, spend $13 at, and get a, probably get a specialty glass. Hey, you can do that. Uh, oh, ooh, ooh, okay. Uh, and also on Saturday, uh, Tups, they are doing a pre-move garage sale, which tells you they're getting ready to move. We're so getting close. We're getting close to their moving there. Uh, coming up and further down the line, uh, St. Patrick's Day is coming up. March 11th, you got Four Bullets Brewery, St. Patrick's Day party. Community is doing a St. Patrick's Day weekend, March 17th through 19th. And 10th anniversary, 10th anniversary party, Martin House, March 25th. So a lot of stuff going on. Uh, Big Texas Beer Fest, of course, April 15th on tax day. So a lot of stuff coming up on the calendar. It's getting to where people are willing to hang out outside because it's getting a little bit warmer. Uh, hey, you want more details? Go to beerandbigd.com. I really should have read this ahead of time. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, it, it's usually my thing. So we get all, it, it's just trying to learn all these new things. Um, yeah, we're ready for things to warm up around here. We just had a snowstorm actually last week, and we might end up getting another one soon. Um, so luckily where we are, it's not too bad. But I was just like, okay, when, for it. when does it start getting a little bit warmer? I'm a little bit ready for it. But um, yeah, uh, so no further north, you're going to be stuck doing this uh, rigmarole for like another few months. Hey, as long as I can continue to drink stouts, I'm happy. Like. <laughs> Uh, so the events that I do know about is uh, there's one, I think it's called She Brew. Uh, it's a fest just for like, so the beer that will be there will be brewed or owned and or owned by women brewers. Um, I don't know too much about it because I just heard about it Saturday. I actually thought I was like, oh, I need to look that up for one. That'd be fun to go to. Um but somebody that we were talking to, she was just like, oh, yeah, there's festivals all the time. I'm, and I, I kept meaning to ask her, like, do you find this on a website? Like, where can I find this information? Um, but if you are a lady in beer, make sure you check out the. Uh, what is it just like the craft beer girls on Facebook? They have one. And ev like they have one everywhere. Like my wife was a part of the one in the DFW. And now that we're out here, she joined this one. And, you know, it's not like it's for them to get together. But like I was able to go too. Um, it's not specifically just for women, but um, they're like, yeah, bring your husband, bring your kids, you know, whatever. So, you know, we're going to try to do some stuff through them. And uh, I might get her to message them to figure out how I can figure out what's going on in the area of beer. Nice. So. Those connections. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's actually been fun. Like, the last few weekends, we've gone out and adventured and met some people here and there. So it's like, okay, it's, it's trying to find a, trying to figure out how to make adult friends again, you know? <laughs> But yeah, yeah it's never easy. It's never easy. It's not easy. But yeah, that's. There's my beer news, I guess. All right. Um, uh, I guess it's movie time. 
It is movie time. Well, so like I just. Not. So you may have seen me look down uh, while Ryan was talking because I had a thought to myself. I had a note about this movie, and uh, I was I was like, I need to look into this real quick. Um, and I realized, came to realize that this is a comic book movie. Mm-hmm. Which uh, I guess is obvious from the from the way the movie starts. <laughs> well, I mean, I looked it up afterwards too because I was thinking, why would they shoot? certain parts to be comic book style. Like I was like, this doesn't make sense. And then afterwards, yeah, I saw, I, I looked it up and saw that too. But yeah, yeah. Without knowing you were thinking, why the hell are you doing this? It's stupid. So yeah, it was very, it was very, uh, first Hulk movie. Uh, the one, the one with Eric Bana, uh, yeah. angly style is, is what I was getting vibes of or, and nobody really loved that. So I was like, why did they do that for this? So, and it still didn't work. So, yeah, still didn't work that well. Um, all right, so give us the little, you know, shenanigans. Uh, not shenanigans. <laughs> shenanigans. The uh, the breakdown. Synopsis. There you go. That's the all word right. I was looking for. All right. Put on the movie voice there. <clears throat> Two World. 2020. Every six years, an ancient order of jujitsu fighters joins battle. Joins forces to battle vicious race of alien invaders. But when a celebrated war hero goes down in defeat, the fate of the planet and mankind hangs in the balance. This statement is not accurate in the least. No, (laughs) I I feel like we watched a completely different movie. Yeah, that that can't be correct. I'm on the page for it. Whatever. Listen. Whoever writes these really needs to get their shit together. Do you even watch the movies before you do a description? So that was the IMDb one. Here's the more accurate one from the uh, from the film production company. So when Jake Barnes, a master jujitsu fighter, refuses to face Brax, which love the name, uh, an indomitable alien creature, the future of humanity hangs in the balance. Injured and suffering from severe amnesia, conveniently, uh, Jake is captured by a military squad unequipped to fight the merciless intruder who has descended upon the planet. Jake is rescued by Wiley, an order of jujitsu fighters who must help him recover his memory and regain strength in order to band together and defeat Brax in an epic battle that will determine the fate of mankind. Yep. That's a lot better, at least. Yeah, that's more accurate. It's like it's like a race of aliens. No, it's just like one dude. Yeah, it's one guy. Like, calm down, calm down, people. Um, so this movie, I I don't even. Oof. For one, I was worried this is gonna be like what was that one movie where, uh, he Nicholas Cage was only in it for like ten minutes, maybe. Oh, the one where he was in the Crusades, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was going to be one of those because you don't see him forever. Yeah, he's like, he doesn't come in until like 40 minutes in. Yeah. So I was thinking, I swear what happened last time? I was like, if Anthony picked another movie where he's in it for like five minutes, I'm going to be so mad. Well, but like this movie, I feel like this this is like one of those movies that came out of the depths of the... Uh, came out of the depths of the pandemic. We were all locked in our houses and it was like, Hey, Nick, Nicholas Cage movie. We were going to release this in theaters to yeah. severe losses, but instead we'll just drop it on Netflix. Yeah. And I was actually kind of surprised that this came out in 2020 
Mm-hmm. Just because I was like, this is graphics weighter than that, it felt like. But I don't know. You thought the graphics were better than 2020? They, no, or, I thought they or, were worse. Oh, okay, okay, you thought they were worse. I misunderstood. Yeah. I was like, yes, uh, this is very, I feel like this is very early 20, 20 teens at best. Yeah, yeah, that's why <laughs> I was a little confused when I was like, wait, this wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Um, I do want to say, though, the, the thing that stuck out was that I really loved that it was an obvious mess up, which I don't know if you noticed this, but did you notice Nicolas Cage's sword at one point whenever he was trying to stand up? No, what happened so like this is the sword and at once so at the scene whenever like he's fighting the alien finally and all that kind of stuff he uses the sword to like push himself up oh yeah well, the yeah, sword yeah. flims it's a flimsy sword because it's fake and it like buckles <laughs> it's like, uh sir you need to get your katana worked on there i laughed so hard and you could tell that he 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 like felt it because he quickly like pulled it up and like stood up <laughs> and they're like, oh, it's, ah, it's good enough. <laughs> it's really interesting. Cause I just read a factoid about the movie that they, they, uh, Nick, they only had Nick cage for, uh, three days, three days on the, on the set. Yeah. So they were like, they, they're probably like, we don't have time to repeat that shot. Uh, let's keep it and let's move on. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> so. Yeah. So they only had a, what, three days and they paid him $5 million. Yeah. So that's not bad. Out of the budget for this movie being $25 million. So he got 20% of that budget. Yeah. Uh, so that's why they're like, listen, with Nicolas Cage, they're one and done. Like, yeah. Like he's, it's like Nick, Mr. Cage doesn't do uh, reshoots. He doesn't do second takes. The first yeah. take was perfect. Especially like once they actually introduced him, he was in it a lot. Uh, so that was kind of surprising to see of like, I feel like they shot the rest of this movie in three days almost. Mm-hmm. Like whenever they actually introduced them, or they just cut it up really good. But um, yeah, it's, and it's surprising to me. The other thing that's surprising to me is they had actually some pretty recognizable good actors. I mean, in addition yeah. to, uh, in addition to Nick Cage, because I did have Frank Grillo, who's, I mean, he's been in some B movie action movies before, uh, but they also had Tony Jaw, which uh, I don't know. Have you seen Ong, the Ong Bak movies? I have not, but I know, I know about yeah. him. So those movies are. Uh, he may not be the best actor in the world, but he's like a freaking kick-ass martial artist in the Ong Bak movies. Like the first, I've only seen the first one, and it's like basically he goes. It's like John Wick, but in Thailand, because he's going to save like his village's like a uh, elephant or something, and uh, it's just nuts. Um, another actress that they had though is. I don't know how to say her last name, but it's Marie, and she plays in the 100. Uh, I binged that show, so as soon as I saw her, I was just like, oh, I know who she is. And just, like, a lot of actors like that, where they didn't necessarily play, like, big parts. Yeah. But, like, if you if you binge Netflix, you know who these people are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to try it. Marie Avgaropoulos. Avgaropoulos. Yeah. Yeah. She's a really good actor. Um. I really liked her in the 100 and there's a lot of bad acting in the 100. So she did, <laughs> she's pretty good out of all of them. So, I was so like, is, she oh. good, is she good by comparison or is she, uh, or is she just like good? <laughs> I mean, based off of getting into this movie, she's probably just good based off comparison. Uh-huh. But, uh, I mean, I don't think she was terrible in this movie, but yeah, whatever. 
Um, okay, so what are some like highlight scenes that you want to talk about? And then we'll go into the like and dislike, or we could just go straight into that. So, uh, highlight scenes, anything with text, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I loved anything with text. I was like, at the end, I was like, I don't want text. Every, everybody else in the, the, everybody else from the military can can die in this movie, but not text. We must yeah, protect it, text. He is too precious. <laughs> I was so afraid that they were gonna do the normal, the, the black guy dies first. Yeah, kill kill the black guy. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's kill the funny black guy. But I was happy that like he survived the whole thing because. He actually not he turned into not just a funny guy but like he was actually useful and and funny <laughs> useful he threw he helped with grenades come on he did help with that but he gave some really bad medical advice at the end there he was awesome though like he was yeah, a really really good actor never I, hire a text as an interpreter <laughs> yeah i looked him up afterwards of course and he's been in a lot of oddball stuff um but it because of how good he was, I almost want to go watch those movies. Like, it's rare for me to feel that way about an actor where it's just like, oh, you're really good. Like, I want to go right. watch your other movies. And yeah, like the one of them's like, my, he's, he was, oh, his, he was on My Name is Earl. I bet that's okay. how I recognize him. Some familiar, yeah. Yeah. And then he's like in a few other movies. So. I don't know. I might check out those movies. I bet they're, bet they're being like movies he, like this. So, because he immediately stands out from like all the other, uh, all the other like uh, military types, and because like <laughs> you got, you got everybody doing the military thing when the lady just kind of rides past the checkpoint with, uh, with uh, what's his name, Jake, um, yeah. average white dude, basically, just like no name white guy is basically how I felt about the main character. Oh yeah, um, he's very nondescript. Uh, except that he, uh, I think they tried to do his hair like Guile from Street Fighter. Mm. Um, but they they roll him up, they, they roll up there uh, with with the body, and uh, they call him out there. And he's like, "Well, sorry, I'm I'm eating canned chili over here. You want some?" <laughs> it's pretty great. It's like it just kind of continued from there. Yeah. Um. So, which this is something I, I keep wanting to remember to do, but I always forget. So this got a 2.9 out of 10 on IMDb. So Ooh. yikes. And I feel like that's a pretty good score compared to what I think I would have given it. But um, not to give away my end rating here. But <laughs> uh, OK, so let's talk about likes and dislikes. So let's let's go with the likes. I always try to do the opposite of what I think we'll have more of. Like, I think we'll have more dislikes than we will like. So let, let's talk okay. about likes. Um, so obviously besides text, because I feel like we can all agree, fantastic part of this movie. Yeah. Um, I did kind of actually like the concept of the movie, um, in, in the sense, like some of us still was like, that's such a stupid thing, but like it was Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of a fun different take on yeah kind of a mortal combat kind of feel of a movie so i i think there was a lot of potential there yeah. uh and that's what kept me interested honestly like i i definitely wasn't bored watching this movie um on top of i really liked nicholas cage's character 
<clears throat> he was a goofy, ridiculous, crazy person. And I thought it was great. I, and y'all know me. I don't, I don't, I, I feel like lately I've been saying that. So it feels weird, but normal me doesn't really say, I liked Nicolas Cage in this movie, but the last two, this movie <laughs> and the last movie, I think, was it the last movie that we did? Or you forgot what uh, movie we did? Yeah. Yeah. We did Humanity Bureau last year. Oh, yeah. I didn't like him in that one, but it was our first yeah. one. Uh, I was like, I feel like there's two modes to uh, two different kinds of movies he does. He does like these nutso movies where he plays crazy Nick Cage, and then he does like these straight man ones where he's just like a guy. Yeah. Uh, trying to save some people. Yeah. And that, that's why it's just like, I like the goofy Nicolas Cage. I feel like he plays that so much better than the serious role. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, that's why I liked him in this, and that's why I liked him on the unbearable weight of talent or whatever that was called. Um, like just these goofy movies and the ones where he doesn't talk at all, you know, <laughs> Willie's Wonderland. The like, one, yeah, the one we've looked at, yeah. I I still I, I randomly think I should put that movie back on. Like, but anyways, uh, going back to this. So my my positives, the things I liked was Nicolas Cage, and I liked where they were going with this movie. So what about you, Anthony? Yeah. Uh, so things I liked about this movie, I did like the, uh, so touching on the touching on there, I, the fight choreography was pretty cool. Uh, it did get a bit hardcore Henry in there for a bit. Um, oh, yeah. Escaping. I was uh, when so they were worried. From the camp. Yeah. I was so worried. I was like, Oh, don't tell me we just went hardcore Henry. <laughs> Yeah, when uh, when Tony Jaw's character comes in there and breaks him out of the uh, breaks him out of the army camp, and I was like, I started noticing a pattern. Uh, I I wrote a note to myself, and uh, I was like, is the camera shooting a machine gun at the people? Because it looks like so you see like all these machine gun shots just kind of get yeah. firing, but you don't see who's shooting them. And I was and I was kind of thinking back. It's like, wait a second, we were also when we were following Jake through the forest and became the movie, the camera was also shooting the shurikens or the ninja stars, or we want to call them at Jake as well. So are we like a POV of a character at all times during this movie? Are we just like first person view at all times from somebody's point of view? Or is the camera just actively attacking the people in the movie? And the, cause nobody can see who's attacking them. Cause this guy, uh, the Brax is also, kind of like the predator a little bit um yeah. which uh, in a lot of ways really uh, particularly in that end fight i was like okay this is basically what the how they killed predator yeah um but the uh yeah the oh sorry i'm supposed to be talking about things i liked about this movie uh it's but okay. the, the fight choreography was pretty good though aside from that one element there which uh, i'm gonna count that as one of the things i didn't like about this movie great noted uh, but noted yeah noted that i'm gonna bookmark that but the uh fight choreography was pretty good uh aside from the first person view stuff i also uh on that vein i really enjoyed the fight between jake and wiley or between the main character and nick cage's uh nick cage's character uh after he falls in his hole uh yeah. there's like the whole bit it gets pretty funny because he's like and it, it puts it in context once you find out that uh, jake is uh, his son uh but like he's like yelling at him they like get off his piano when he jumps up there when they're when they're fighting uh and he goes on about like these newspaper hats he makes um <laughs> he's like he's like uh look at the detail he like puts it doesn't he put it on at one point too yeah yeah 
uh, yeah, uh, it was just kind of kind of zany there. He was talking about, oh yeah, that's my favorite chair. You enjoy it? <laughs> when he knocks him back into the chair. Uh, so that fight was uh, not only was it uh, enjoyable because Nick Cage was in it, but uh, I mean, it was not going to be like crazy choreography there. But they made it work really well. That was more play fighting. Uh, and then when you learn the factoid later that uh, Jake is his son, uh, it makes more sense why that fight wasn't uh, as uh, kinetic as the other ones. Um, and that kind of helps play off the fact that Nick Cage is not a trained swordsman. So I'm sure he has like some stuff that he knows from the movies that he's been yeah. in, but he's not like a martial artist like some of these other guys. So, um, but yeah, that's the thing I like about this movie. That's the fight choreography was pretty good. Yeah, it was. <clears throat> I agree with that. Um, all right. Well, I guess let's get on to the things that we disliked the most. Um, Anthony, do you want to go first since you kind of already hit on one of yours? So uh, camera work was okay, but the first person view stuff uh, was uh, going in and out of the first person view. It got a little confusing at times. Um, they, I, it felt like, what's that? I'm glad that it didn't stay there because I really was kind of a little bit worried whenever they did the, I like to call, you know, pulling the hardcore Henry on us. Yeah. Um, well, it's, I'm, I'm, and, I, yeah. and I found myself pulled out of the moment because I was like, how are they? Uh, I was getting into the technical thoughts of how is this happening? Because uh, the transit, I will say the transitions were pretty smooth when they went to first per, from first person to third person. Because uh, you saw like him throwing punches from behind the camera. But then you saw him kind of come out in front of the camera. And then he went back behind the camera and he was shooting somebody or something uh, when they were trying to escape. And so I think they did it a few other times during the course of the movie, if I remember correctly. Maybe. Um, it may have been once once more. But most of the time they did it from the alien's perspective. Mm -hmm. uh, but then it was like pretty clear that it was because the alien had the predator vision. So... Uh, but that's the, that's the thing I didn't like about the movie. It's it makes it weird. It makes it jarring. It kind of pulls you out of it. Uh, I, I understand what they're trying to do with the technique and try to put you in the in the from the POV of the character. But I'd rather watch them fight than watch them kind of like move their fists out of the frame. You know, as they're as they're punching people. So uh, I think we've learned. I, mean, I think we did say hardcore Henry. We we did say we liked it, if I remember correctly. Uh, man, I don't remember. That was forever that was, ago. Yeah, it was a couple of years ago. Um, if I remember correctly, though, I do think we enjoyed it, but I don't think, uh, I think it was because of a lot of the other elements uh, on top of the yeah. first person it wasn't view. The, the first person yeah. view was jarring a bit. So, that was rough. Uh, but that was the thing I didn't like about the movie. Um, You know, uh, the more and more that I think about it, it, it really, it's a little difficult to pick one. But I would say, even though this was a comic book, I don't like that <clears throat> it would seem like at random times they're like, cool, let's just do a quick little yada, 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 throw in yeah. some comic book strips. It's so weird. It is so weird. It doesn't make any sense. Even though mm -hmm. it was a comic book, it doesn't make sense in this movie. Um, It really does feel like a... We don't have time to explain all this or what's happening, so let's do a little weird comic strip thing. And then, boom, we're in the desert walking around. It's just like, I don't know. I 
that really drew me out because I was just like, it was just like story and intensity and all this stuff. And all of a sudden it's like comic book strips. And you're like, that doesn't go here. Like that doesn't make sense. So yeah, it's like, it's like one of those things. Yeah. It's like one of those things where you see those uh, in a movie where like, all right, we got to do two things. We got to steal the key card from the secret facility. And then we got to go attack the aliens and they go to the next scene. It's like, all right, we got the key card. And it's like, uh, yeah missing yeah, something yeah. there <laughs> it definitely does it, it, it makes it feel like they don't kind of care enough to build up that story that they're like yeah let's just just do it in a comic book with typing like i don't know it, it just yeah. it really really threw me off and i think that's probably my biggest complaint there are <laughs> plenty of others but i'm picking one and i'm sticking with it so <laughs> But yeah, I will I will say some of the deaths. Uh, so I, I I will say some of the deaths were pretty cool. Um, the the one where the lady gets caught in the spike trap, yeah, which, which is unfortunate because that's a trap they set for the for the alien, right? Mm-hmm. Which how did they think that was gonna work? I think I it was like it wasn't hidden or anything. It was not hidden at all. <laughs> and at, like because yeah, pretty much immediately he looks over and he sees this trap and they it shows you looking like him looking at it and so you're like he's not going to fall for this. And so he quickly just like <laughs> throws somebody over there. Like here, you just go die over there. Like, yeah, he just like stabs her and he just throws her in there. And then you see her get spiked. It's like, great. Um, but I will say the, the, the alien was quite honorable. He, he, he wasn't going to kill somebody if he thought they were, uh, in, uh, incapable of fighting. I will say. Yeah. That's so. why, uh, yeah. Nicholas Cage's character was alive for so long and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Uh, I mean, I did like the the fighting, and I feel like the action scenes were pretty good. So, uh, all right. <clears throat> so, from one to five, how would you rate this? And again, everybody, you can uh, follow us on Letterbox at Let's Do a Podcast. That's how we rate all of our movies. You can see what we've seen, how we've rated it, and uh, what we're gonna see next. So if before this viewing, I probably would have put it down as a one because I couldn't get through it the first time I tried to watch it. Uh, this being the second time, however, uh, and seeing a little bit more of it, I will give it twice as many stars as I would have given it previously. Two stars. Nick Cage okay. kind of brings it up a level. Uh, the, 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 as I mentioned before, the uh, martial arts aspect, the fight choreography was pretty good. Uh, the plot, I felt like it was a bit lacking. Um, I mean, they could have filled in some more details. Um, and the main character, the main, the, the main character, the, the actor for that role, they should have gotten somebody better. He, he just couldn't carry the movie. He was just like a blank slate the entire time. I feel like he, he was kind of like, uh, uh, reminded me of, uh, Bella in, uh, the, the Twilight movies. So like, yeah. it's just like, uh, input, whatever characteristics you want here. I mean, he was an amnesiac, so that is what is that's going to be what it's going to be but there was just nothing to the character so except that he was a coward which i thought was funny so yeah <clears throat> i wondered uh, some of me really was just like i wonder how many times they would have to stop and he was like what's my line again mm-hmm. um so i really i has that energy stick by my original feeling which was a one so we'll 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 split it we'll do a one and a half uh on one and a half letterbox so well, yeah, yeah, that, that's definitely a one and a half movie for me. Um, so I, I, it, 
And it's really difficult because, again, like I said earlier, is like I stayed entertained, but it was just really, really bad. And I, even though I was entertained and I was interested, I still don't think I would be like, you got to watch this movie to anybody. I just don't, even if we're all hanging out, all that kind of stuff is just like, let's put the office on for the 900th time versus this. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so that's where we stand on. If you watch this movie, let us know your thoughts. Uh, Put it in the comments. We we definitely want to know. If you guys liked this movie, we definitely want to know why yeah, we did gotta, you like this movie. <laughs> we got to know is for science. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. for scientific reasons. <laughs> um, so, Anthony, you finished off your beer. So I did. My thirst is quenched. It is quenched. What did you think? How would you rate this? So it's funny. Uh, so my wife's currently cooking dinner and she's doing she's doing stir fry. And so when I opened it. Uh, I got the smell of the stir fry coming in. And I thought it was from the beer, so I was like, "This beer smells funky." Uh, so, uh, wait, is it a Martin House beer? That, yeah, I was like, I was like, it smells like sesame oil. Uh, <laughs> but the uh, uh, the beer was actually uh, not too shabby. It's not accurate to the Gatorade, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how many miles you've run the previous day. Right, uh, but uh, it's like any other uh berliner vice or uh ghost beer or uh fruited uh fruited sour uh, i'd probably put it in the sour category um I, i'm pretty sure they put it in the sour category too i think so yeah but they don't say it on the can but the uh uh sports drink from turning point i give it a 3.25 I have three more of these in my uh, three more of these in my refrigerator. Uh, and uh, interesting factoid: um, I, we may have talked about it previously. I bought this at Total Wine. They they're selling cans not just at the brewery now, so you may be able to find it at your local grocery now. So Turning Point, they're putting stuff out there. So nice, <clears throat> good yeah. for them. I also saw that uh, Petacolas is doing that now too. Oh, nice. Yeah, they've never. For as long as they've been around, which is a long time, they've never distributed outside of the brewery. So yeah, Petticoats has been around a while. Yeah, so yeah, yeah uh, it's good to see some of these other guys get get distri- distributing uh, deals uh, with the, well, the store, so it's easier to get their stuff. Nice, nice. Um, all right, so finish mine up. So it's, I-, I would say this is probably the best West Coast IPA I've had so far. Um, and that, that's including the stuff that I tried back home in Texas and now, um, I am very glad, but at the same time, really sad that I have three left in my fridge because I think I could go through them easily in one night. Um, I mean, they're 7%, they're super smooth, super easy, zero, uh, IBUs, which I actually believe drinking this 7%, uh, I I would give this a solid four. I really would. Nice. Um, it. I'm very happy with this purchase. So awesome. I'm looking forward to the stout for the next episode. Um, yeah. I guess that's it for that. Sorry, it's always nice to find a go-to. I'm just realizing something. Is my tongue blue? A little bit. A little bit, a little yeah. Bit. <laughs> yeah. Nice. 
was like, I was like, I think my tongue's blue. Matches your shirt. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, great notion. Magnetic West is a good one. So, um, <clears throat> let's talk about the things that we like this week. So do you have things something? Things that we like this week. Uh, things I, I like. Oh, you can go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So, mine's kind of just. You know how I like to just make mine just very broad. I don't know why I just do. Um, something I kind of. After we moved here, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to start doing all the things that I actually want to do. Which. You know, if people are like me, very self-conscious and very much of like, what can people think or people say and all that kind of stuff? I'm just like, I'm just done. I just want to live the way that I want to live. Like, and yeah, I don't know. So it's just like, I've decided like, cool, like once or twice a week, like I'm just, let's just go out. Let's just go do something. Or like, uh, so I got my ears pierced. Nice. Yeah. So I used to have my left one done forever ago. Forever ago. Like, I still lived at home and everything. Um, and then, I don't know. I just, I stopped wearing it. And then I always thought about, like, doing it again. But I was always worried of, you know, the whole, what are people going to say and think and all that stuff. And I was like, I'm just mm-hmm. done. I'm, I feel, I, I don't know what it was. It was actually before this where I was just like, I'm just done feel like, caring at AMR. Yeah. And like, so we got it done. I was like, oh, you know what? I like the way it looks. And then just like, I don't know. Of course, I don't have my nails done. I've just been, let me tell you, painting your nails. I, I feel for all the women out there. That's such a pain in the ass. Like, <laughs> I love the after, like, afterwards, I love how it looks and everything and how I feel. But I'm just like, it's such a chore to do. Mm-hmm. But um, so I don't know. It, it, I guess my thing of the week is just like encouraging other people, whether it is, you know, getting your repairs, doing your nails, whatever it is, like. If there's something you've been wanting to do that's you're kind of stopping yourself because you're what are people going to think or say or what if I had to deal with this? Just just do it. Yeah. Like it, it, it it's so much better just kind of not caring about what other people think or say because it's just like I'm going to live the way that I want to live. So, um, yeah, so I just I, I hope to encourage some people out there just to just. Just do it. And like, especially with ear piercings, like I was like, listen, if I do it, I'm just like, I just don't like it. Actually, guess what? I can take them out. out. (laughs) Yeah, I can just take it out. They'll heal. We'll be fine. Um, But just, you know, whether it's small or big, I mean, we did like with our move here, like it was very much of just like the worry of what other people are going to say, what just the transition, blah, blah, blah. I was like, you know what? Let's just do it. Like, I've been wanting to do this for years. Let's just do it. Worst case scenario, we move back to Texas, back home. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, it, to me, it's just, it's so much worth doing and living in these experiences instead of living with the what ifs. So, um, yeah. So that's my thing of the week. And if anybody needs to talk about anything or work anything through, you are more than welcome to message through the Let's Do a Podcast. Uh, I, I will see it and we'll chat. So. What about you? My thing, my thing of the week is uh, a little bit less esoteric. Uh, my thing of the week, uh, so uh, going into this week, a uh, big event in my gaming sphere 
Uh, I've talked about before how big of a Kerbal Space Program fan I, fan I am. I recently got mm. a new computer that's like you're actually able to play the game without like going to like maybe like 10 frames per second. So, uh, so I've been playing it, playing it heavily modded. Um, after a three and a half year wait, Kerbal Space Program 2 got released this past week. It's in early access, actually. So very buggy. Uh, it's in like it's alpha build. People are complaining, bitching and moaning, you know, per usual, like they do on the internet. Of course. Um, but they released a trailer for it, uh, which uh, just check it out. Kerbal Space Program 2 uh, cinematic trailer or release trailer, uh, however it is on there. Um, and they have a song that I've been a fan of, uh, but it's not been at the top of my rotation in there that I thought just went with it so well. And it got me back into this. It's uh, Howard Jones, the guy who is the son of Tom Jones. You know, uh, it's not unusual. Uh, but uh, he, in the 1980s, released a song called Things Can Only Get Better. And that song is a freaking bop. And that was kind of like my mantra going into my race this 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 week. Uh, and uh, I, I played it like 29 times. But it just got me back into that old, that, the old 1980s song playlist uh, of music, uh, like Howard Jones, Level 42, uh, Tears for Fears. Uh, so it's like 1980s synthwave music. That's my thing of the week. Love it. Enjoy it. That music. That's not that. That music is just a bop and a half. Dig in it. Uh, so yeah, that's my thing of the week. I'm sure my wife is tired of hearing that song. Uh, so <laughs> I may just keep it to myself uh, after this week. Um, but yeah, I think that's making, I, that's going to make my running playlist. So. so I know, uh, <clears throat> it was either our first or the last podcast. I said, I did something that I've always wanted to do, which was buy some Lincoln park merch. So I'll, I'll just show it off. I got a hoodie. Nice. There you go. And then the sleeves have like all the albums and stuff like their logos oh, on both sleeves cool. yeah so i'm really excited i've been wearing it like crazy of course but uh, hybrid theory metamorphosis minutes, minutes to midnight and two more after that uh, there's the like oh, yeah <laughs> or is it a bunch more after that uh, i mean there's like i think some of these are like their eps and uh, all of those which they include the executioners on there too i i have no idea i haven't mean, actually the jay-z album <laughs> i love it though i've been wearing it like crazy but nice um so anthony what's our next movie so our next movie and uh is it our final for cage now we, we talked about after this one doing a fifth which would be your favorite cage nicholas cage movie Oh, we did talk about that. Yes, I think my favorite. Bill should do to make up for the lost time. You guys get an extra Nicolas Cage movie. All right, I'm down with that. So right. we have two more coming. Our next one, though, I think is gonna be pretty chaotic. Uh, chaotic, chaotic good or chaotic evil? I couldn't tell you, but it's going to be Prisoners of the Ghost Land. Yeah, so get ready for that. Yeah, definitely get ready. Thank God I decided to drink a stout for that episode. I think I'm going to need it. Yeah, you may need it. Um, yeah, so guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We, we had a great time, like always. You can find us on Instagram at Let's Instapod. 
Facebook, let's do a podcast. Uh, YouTube is let's do a podcast. Twitch is let's twitch a podcast. I've been saying it wrong the whole time. Oh, oops. Uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> you can also find us on Letterboxd where you can see all the movies that we've seen in the past and what we're going to see in the future. And yep. look at all the ratings and everything there. You can also see, find us on Untapped at let's i'm guessing let's do a podcast podcast yeah okay, i need you to send me your beers so i can rate the put the put the ratings on there i, I didn't get those yes. from the last, the last couple of ones i will try to remember whenever we get off here <laughs> uh again as always if you guys have beer recommendation movie recommendations let us know we're always looking to find uh movies and beers to drink but besides that guys thank you so much for hanging out with us i'm ryan and i'm anthony and let's end a podcast. <laughs>